Welcome. Well, that was loud. That was a welcome. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Searching for MacGuffin with your host, George. Gabe. And Link. Yeah, we got that down pat now. We got it now. That's right. It only took us 90-something episodes. 92, I believe. That's crazy. Look at that. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what they... That, that Maxwell, Glenn Maxwell book says, do something 92 times and you become a pro at it. Malcolm Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. 10,000 10, times. Do something 92 times. I was like, who is, no, maybe he bought like the bargain bin version. Of, yeah. he, bought the, he bought it from. That's Bar- what I saw. Five from, below. Malcolm McDowell. Who did you say it was? Malcolm Gladwell. Malcolm. That's not what he said. That's Maxwell Jacob Freeman. That's what I thought he was going with that. 92 times you become a pro at it. And I think that we are. Or testimony of that. Close. It's close. I think you become a pro at something just if you get paid to do it. So that book is great, by the way. Have you read it? Outliers? Gladstone. Outliers. Malcolm Gladstone by Malcolm Gladwell. I'm gonna say Mal- Maxwell <laughs> Jacob Friedman. Outliers. That sounds like I have the it. outsiders. You want to read it? I have it. It's good. What? Uh, not... You don't have it on Kindle. I don't think so. That one Shelf- I bought physically. I, just, I almost called you a shellfish. Shellfish. Is that like a Pokemon? No, that's 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 Sean Connery saying selfish. <laughs> no, <laughs> selfish. Hey, rest in peace, Sean Connery. So we made it this far as uh, we go into our slow progress towards episode 100 in just a few short weeks. Maybe we'll get there by the end of the year. Maybe not. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think that's like the. That's the goal, right? I think it'll be. I counted the weeks. I think it'll be the first episode of the new year. Okay, if we Ooh. go without any more. Yeah, so it's let us know if you want us to take a break, if you just want to stop hearing us and then come back to us. No, don't ask that question no, no. because I think I know what the answer is. No. But for some reason, they keep... They, the people they, might surprise you. If we produce episodes, they have to listen. They have to listen. Yeah, I, listen. I have a question. Who listens to us? Um, I like to think my wife listens to us. I have okay. cousins. I listen to us. I like to think my my students... Oh, not who just listens to me in real life? Like, like who I, listens no, to no, my no, advice? Like who listens to this podcast? <laughs> oh. I honestly feel like maybe five people listen to us. No, that's inaccurate. We have the data to support that. that what is what does our data say? Are we allowed to talk about that? No, we're not allowed to talk about that. We made that rule like a long time ago. We can't talk about that? Why can't we talk I don't about think, that? Cause, I, thought, cause I, thought I, we were, I thought Danny said we're breaking meta. Okay. Wait, let him finish. So a long time ago, we had an episode where we talked about it. And your big takeaway link was like, we shouldn't talk about it. I we do, should never I do, talk. I do remember that. He, yeah, and he like yeah, he. You yeah, really yeah, give yeah, us a tongue lashing about I, it. I do. <laughs> remember, I but now, do remember but now that. I say we break it. But also, I never want to hear the, the phrase "tongue lashing" ever again, please. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell if it's sexual or a punishment. It. it <laughs> why not both? <laughs> I think you stole the words right out of our mouths. But with that tongue, that tongue lashing. <laughs> I set myself up for that one. So. As you do so often, <laughs> inadvertently. No, sometimes honest, I, it is, sometimes I think it's on purpose, but then it just happens, and I'm like, no, it was. After it happens, I think it was on purpose, subconsciously, because it sometimes it's too perfect. We are. You're subconsciously Michael Scott. No, you're, you're Tobias. <laughs> oh, maybe I have watched Tobias. That's not Tobias is just a next level. A next level. Yeah. So we thought we would do for the month of October or something. As we're heading to our 100th episode, what? What are Shumping? you? Something. <laughs> Smashing. I want to say today, today, today is Halloween. Today, as we're recording, we're recording is, Halloween. is Halloween. It's a week after Halloween. Yeah. When happy you're Halloween. Yeah. yeah, happy Halloween. Mm. George is doing. <laughs> I'm indifferent. His, George is doing his. He's dressed up as Sean Connery. I, I, I and am James Sean Bond. Connor. <laughs> On the 1950s, James Link Bond. Link is, is eight time Ballon d'Or winner, Lionel Messi. That's right. That plays Leonor for Inter Miami. Messi. That's right. Check this out. I saw this because I have a friend on, on, on Twitter that talks, tr- hates Messi. He talks, he, hates. He, 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 he talks, talks trash about he Messi. Talks he and hates, hates Messi. He's Shame, from, he, shameful. He's from Chile, so he hates Messi, right? And I saw. And he's, wait, he, wait, explain that. Why? South American. South American. Just rivalry, right, hate, yeah, hatred. it's like Dolphins, Patriots, Dolphins, Jets. Dolphins, Bills. Just, just Dolphins the, and everyone? The Dolphins' biggest rivalry? Uh, it's got to be the Jets. The Jets, I think. right? I mean, Jets because... Uh, not like I'm not talking about like new, like made. I'm talking about historic, like... To my, me, I, I hate the Jets. Oh, I, I mean, I have no idea. I hate I think Jets it's the Jets. Patriots That's the most. Because the only thing I knew about the Dolphins when I lived in New York was that the Jets hated them. It was F the Jets. Yeah. Right? No. FTJ. 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 Put that on a t-shirt. 
That is. Yeah. You don't have one? Oh. <laughs> that's what the Dolphin subreddit talks about. Yeah, really? FTJ, yeah. yeah. FT, that's where I learned it. Oh, wow. Showed me that. After yeah. everything, FTJ, FTJ, FTJ. Nice. For a while, the, the Dolphin subreddit had a record, like, for the top 10, like, most, they were the most cursed, uh, they use the F word that a lot so they're like the dolphins 10. yeah because mo- it was all ftj the dolphins fans the dolphins subreddit right because it was all ftj who monitors that like whose job well, is that, that, no that, that tracks that tracks living in miami because since like you know the age of like seven that's the main <laughs> word coming out of the oh, mouth oh, oh yeah. that, that is that is yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, that tracks but anyways we so, thought yeah so what i was trying to say really, <laughs> sorry is this I'm just trying to host the show here. That's fine. No Premier League player has won the Ballon d'Oro. However, the Ballon d'Oro. I don't know how to pronounce saying? that, John. Ballon d'Oro. How do you pronounce it, Gabriel? Ballon d'Oro. Ballon d'Or. El Ballon d'Oro. Ballon d'Oro. Where is this? Bandolero. It's a French award. Why does it sound like he's saying it in Spanish? Because I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm gonna pronounce it in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. Ballon de Oro, right? How is it? I mean, no, no, no. People in Spanish oh, call it Ballon de Oro okay. because yeah, right? it's the golden ball yeah. in English. And I'm setting things in up. French Ballon de Oro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyways. No, if I would have said golden balls, that's different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so what's so interesting is that a Premier League player hasn't won it. However, an MLS player did. And the MLS is supposed to be the league that sucks. So it's supposed to was, be right, right, Gabriel. Even I know it is a <laughs> lower tier league. Yeah, in so, terms of competition. Yeah, yes. it's in the name Premier. That's it's a it's premier, a league. That is major premier. league soccer. Yeah, major sounds lower right? than Premier. Therefore, once again, America beat you, England. Suck it, USA, USA. Is it only English teams in the Premier League? Yeah, no, that's not true. That's not a factual statement. I was like, what? <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo won it in 2008. He played for Manchester United. Yeah, 2008. <laughs> okay, you're just moving the goalposts now? Whatever. In the last 10 years. Where did you even hear this stat? I saw it on Twitter. I don't know, bro. It's just, you know me, I don't care. But I don't follow soccer. I need you to send me that tweet. So I, I need to see the it's context. It's deleted. It's deleted. No. And it's an X, by the way. X. Yeah, sorry. You got to show me the X formally well, known as a tweet. In the last 10 years, an MLS player did won it before... A Premier League player. Yeah, because it's literally been Ronaldo and Messi who've been playing for Spain. There you go. I don't know. I don't make up these rules. Mm. When it lasts, I will say I think it is like hilarious that historically they've had you know either they because the Ballon d'Or when you win it the next home game the Ballon d'Or okay they have a presentation huh like the perfume Dior like Dior Ballon d'Or I guess yeah okay I don't they have a Christian. They have a presentation at the stadium in front of all the home fans. Yeah. And it's typically like either Real Madrid or Barcelona because Leon, Messi and, and Ronaldo have been winning it back back and forth for the past 10 plus years. So it's either been in the big stadium of uh, Real Madrid, <laughs> Santiago Bernabeu or the Camp Nou in Barcelona, like these like super famous historic football stadiums. And I think it's hilarious that the Ballon d'Or is going to be presented in Drive Pink Stadium in Fort Lauderdale. There you go, Florida. baby. It doesn't get more beautiful than like, that. Like, to me, that is so funny. The fact that, like... No, we embrace it. An MLS player has won the <laughs> It's just... Yeah, and it's never funny. has a Premier League never player Never has a Premier League ever, player. Yeah, ever. ever won. Exactly. Ever in the history. You came to the show for facts. Exactly, and I gave but you get to you. But you alternative facts. You're not kidding, facts, you're not kidding any. <laughs> well, who are you going to say? Well, that happened when? That happened yesterday. That happened well, yeah. not yesterday when they're here again. Last week yesterday. Okay, yeah, so yeah. That's why so I'm wearing my October messy, 30th? That's why I'm wearing yes. my messy jersey. Okay. My fake messy jersey. That, <laughs> that I got in Colombia for $16. You know what's crazy? Though? I have I have the actual like authentic jersey that the players wear. Uh-huh. It's not too far off. Yeah. It's good. It's pretty good. I like how it says Look, Apple. We'll TV. show it. We'll show it. Next time yeah. next time I come by, we'll show it. You we'll bought do it? it? When did you get it? Dude, I bought this like when they announced he was coming oh, to Miami. Yeah. Came out? In June. I just got it in October. You, yeah, I heard it. The like two weeks ago. Months. How much you pay for it? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you saw the prices. You saw. I don't want to talk about it. You know, Link saw the price and he was going to buy it, but it was all backed out. So he flew to Colombia yeah. and bought it and it was cheaper than getting the jersey. Yeah. As, the, t- as a typically. Yeah. yeah, the flight to Fly, Colombia. Flying to Colombia is typically the solution. Yeah, the entire weekend in Colombia and buying the jersey was cheaper yeah. than buying the jersey. And I bought, I, bought ten, I bought like 10 jerseys. Yeah. 
That's how we. That's Link how we winning. paid. Link is winning. That's how we paid for season two of the show. And then or Gabriel, three. What, what season are we on? Three. three. Mm. And then Gabriel's dressed as uh, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> a tired student. A tired Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> student. Uh, no, actually. He's wearing a scrubs. Wait a minute. I don't want no scrubs. The mustache. Scrub is a doctor that I don't Says Top Gun, which Anthony Edwards starred as Goose. Was that his name? Is Goose the son? Wait, which one's the father? Anthony Edwards? Yeah. Talk the, to me, Goose is the dad. Miles, the dad, yeah. Bruce is the, son. the guy who dies. And he was on ER in Scrubs. So you're Anthony Edwards. Edwards. I'm Goose. Ooh. Yeah, you're Goose. Talk you. to me, Goose. So, anyways, that wasn't the only thing that happened in October. Not just Halloween, apparently. And, and the and what, what was the tournament again? The Ballon d'Or? Yeah. It was just an award. It's like the Oscars for soccer. Oh, really? Oh, so it's like voted? Yeah. Oh. And. And I'm not a, that impressed And anymore. a major league player won it before a Premier League player. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Okay. But a lot of other things happened in the month of October. I'm not going to lie. That's impressive. The, the Premier League player probably should have won it. You know what? Well, guess what? Which is... England should have beat United States. I actually, I actually want to talk about... We we'll don't have to talk about it now. Nah, we'll talk we can about talk about it. Who cares? We're just it's 11 a and a half it's minutes a into... It's a monthly. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's happening it. in October. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's just a holiday. We haven't even said it's a monthly. Oh, hi. Could you, could, like, surprise, it's a monthly. It okay. is a monthly, homies. We haven't had one all season, so... That's right. Um, first one. It's like a debated topic because statistically, Erling Haaland, the guy that got second who plays in the Premier League... Yeah. Won everything at club level, maybe except for one tournament. At club level. Yeah, what club is that? Manchester City. Four. What in league? A, in a Premier League. Premier oh, league. but this is a Premier League. <laughs> What's the game? I hear Premier that's league like a secondary yeah. league. But yeah. this guy, like, it's not major. He he's like twenty twenty one. He broke the scoring record in the league. They won the what is it called? The treble. So they won the main domestic league. They won the domestic tournament cup. You said it's called the treble. Yeah, okay. it's when you win the three like big tournaments of the season, mm-hmm. and then they won the European Cup. Oh, because three, the, three, the Champions League. Yeah. yeah. So and he's like he killed it statistically, like goals and like assists and basically like in every category. And he was extremely. He was the, probably one of the most successful players aside from another player on his team uh-huh. who also was on the team with Messi. But did he make the city of Miami like eleven billion dollars? Yeah. <laughs> That's why Messi won. Did he turn me into a soccer fan? <laughs> yeah. No. He told you fan. into a poser, but... <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing is that Messi had a, a subpar year with, like, the rest of the season with PSG, where he was, and mm-hmm. then he went to Miami, but... He destroyed it in Miami. But I don't even think those dates fall within this yeah. the award period. And it was a very small window. But... He hasn't played with us for long. Exactly. What no, no, it's, what is it's what, what is for us, that one. <laughs> what is like contested is that this player had a season like the Premier League player had a season long of like success and like killed it like was scoring like crazy amounts of goals broke the scoring record and Messi won the World Cup. Oh, that did happen. Yes, and that's more important. And right? that is and that's the thing. People are like, is, is, it? is it like it, like how valid is the award if it's just, if you're gonna give it to a player that pretty much showed up. For, like it's not he didn't have a bad season at PSG, but it was nowhere near the level of that other guy. And but how many jerseys did he sell? <laughs> yeah, in Miami. Not even in Miami, bro. In Colombia, in have... Colombia, then brought <laughs> across, them to across Miami. the world. <laughs> how many did he sell in Colombia? No, but like that—that that is the point of debate where it's like you're gonna give it to a player who played for a month with a certain amount of like you know he he led his team, he scored. He people were saying that he scored like a lot of penalties. But they were just like, how oh, do and we, those don't count as real do, points, right? How do we gauge? I mean, world, he world. Okay? The, fo- the football, the football the world. The Europeans is... are just jealous that an American from this side of United, you know, of the, of the world. Now, ever since you've started saying these things, by the way, our European listens have gone down. Just you know for what? the record, is soccer sport thing. It's an exercise. Oh my! <laughs> but let me tell. You, I think we should move on. Let me tell you who's really good at exercising in soccer. Messi. The person that walks the most. <laughs> exactly. So I think he should have won. He won the World Cup. You get me? Okay. Well, the World Cup is greater than any premier that, season. It, it, that is true. And it's harder because you have the best players of but all what the world. Do you, okay. Well, how would you like look at it? Would you look at it like you know short-term success for the biggest thing of all time or a consistent period of success over a season? 
short. I think that's a judgment call. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'd go with the biggest because, you know, I'm wearing the guy's jersey. Whoa. Bullets. The biggest uh, short period of time. <laughs> I, th- I think it's all rigged anyway, so. Yeah, FIFA, oh, for FIFA, sure. isn't FIFA corrupt? Yeah. Yeah. There's multiple documentaries there, that cover yeah. it. Which are crazy. They can't all be lying. Um, but what were you saying? Where were you going before we interrupted you? Nah, I mean, he just spoiled that. I mean, it was, it's whatever. It's a monthly. We're here to talk about what happened in the month of October. All right, so what happened in the month of October? Well, I had this whole like bit where we were going to flash back to our old monthly format. Oh. Because it's a flashback. Because, but whatever. It's done. We can so. flash back. We can do it again. Okay. No, nah, it's, it's the moment has passed. Because you're not committed to the bit. Yeah, that's I would, fair. I would have committed to the bit. Let's start with movies movies dude i can't believe we're doing this again it's been a while since we haven't done monthly it really is isn't that crazy yeah it's been a minute i don't think we did it all summer so i think it's been like what spring 2023 bro let's just do a monthly for the whole time we didn't do a monthly (laughs) what happened last all all the months that we missed we you know we take time to plan these things and then you always just like let's talk about this and and it's it never goes according to the script that's how it is, bro. What a month did we miss? I'm Probably jazz, like baby. what June, July, August, August September, September, and now we have October, right, so now which we, is what we agreed and planned. We, we got to do four monthly. No, we go. do right not now. have to do that. <laughs> Going back through every single month. We're already a third of the way into the length of this episode. All right, fine. Then if you will allow we covered me, sports. That's if it. you will allow me to talk about something i saw technically in september yeah september 20 no no we saw it in october i think it came out september 29th but we saw it over the weekend yeah so i think it was october already it was i'll fact check that september 30th it was september 30th the last day of september i'm gonna count that the last few hours in, of September. in a different part of the world it was october so i'm gonna go with that when we left the theater was it still september yeah okay what do you think this is killers of the flower moon oh well we'll talk about that in a second um no the movie we're talking about is the creator yeah which is the only movie i can talk about because i have literally not seen a movie in the theaters in the entire month of october you're so, listening to this a-list yeah so congratulations amc theaters for the 50 dollars that me and my wife just donated to your cause and me no you didn't watch anything in the month no there was nothing to watch that well there's the taylor swift movie but you have to pay for it it's not included so yeah no. what yeah, the Taylor Swift, um, scam. the Eras tour is occupying like half of the screens and it's excluded from A-list because it's a limited engagement. Basically, they rent out the theaters and it's their job to sell the tickets, I not got, the theater. I got a funny story to tell about that, but when we talk about the other movie afterwards. Okay. okay. After, okay. But also, what was that whole thing with Ticketmaster and her and Taylor Swift? <laughs> that... The tickets are super expensive because they of were just fees bots and, the, and stuff or, yeah, or Ticketmaster was just being evil what's well, both that not only are the tickets super expensive because of all the bloated fees that Ticketmaster puts on which is ridiculous that's like another hundred dollars in fees when exactly. you buy a ticket bro yeah it was like another hundred dollars in fees but then also you know they don't stop bots from just but buying like all of them and then immediately reselling them oh and also they use this thing which is called in-demand pricing where as the tickets start to sell out the prices go up and up because the tickets are so in demand. So you pay more. Joe Biden, you got to do something about that. that. Actually, I think that is. I think Taylor Swift said that. I think she there said that go. Joe Biden's got to do something about that. So. Um, now, how does that relate to what Pearl Jam did? Uh, I believe. Go ahead. Were you going to say something? <laughs> oh, you have no idea? He was not going to say anything. <laughs> he went. He just turned. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I should have expected. Um, I believe. Bands like Pearl Jam and Radiohead have a requirement to register your name when you buy the tickets. So you they're non-transferable. So you either use them or you lose them. So you can't resell them. Curious. Mm. All right, so The Creator. What a film. What a great movie, eh? What and were your expectations for this film? My expectations were I was going to find out once and for all if Gareth Edwards was a great filmmaker. Because we weren't sure after Rogue One. We were not um, sure after Rogue One. I watched Safety Not Guaranteed, and I liked it a lot. So I knew he was a good filmmaker. That's not Kareth Edwards? What? Dang it. That's Trevor. <laughs> that's the guy from... Colin Trevor. Colin Trevor. Oh, it's the other guy that did, had a failed Star Wars Which project. He, didn't even he never even Star made Wars. a Star Wars movie. He just made... They didn't make his Star Wars movie. He just made a oh. very bad Jurassic Park movie. There you go. That's he made a Jurassic script World. that one day we will read out loud. There you go. Honestly... I trust that guy. Obviously, yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I don't care. I feel like 
maybe I got to read the script for Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Before, and I know it's going to be painted by the images of what I saw and the atrocities that I witnessed, yeah. but to compare them, to see if like, because on paper, yeah, anything but the Rise of Skywalker would do for me. But some of the concepts they have in that in that script were pretty cool. Which one? In, in uh, Duel of the Fates? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for Starting sure. Starting with the name. But not with, I agree. But the not with the first opening scene where like Kylo talks to a giant spider. Oh, but it's okay when Lord of the Rings does it. Nah, it's only okay when Lord of the Rings they does it because they did it like 80 years ago. No, I don't oh, think. Oh, in the anime? Do I, don't, I don't think he talks in the movies, but no. doesn't he talk in the books? Yes, the, the, the spider talks. The spider, the spider talks, has like right? a whole backstory. Yeah, Like exactly. parents and stuff. Yeah. Or children. There you go. Yeah, justice for the spider. But I think it would have been too creepy in the... I think so. I think they made the right choice there. Yeah. I think Peter Jackson made a lot of right choices, except until he got to The Hobbit. And yeah. But with that being said, we're not here to talk about Peter Jackson or Colin Trevor. Can you see our ADHD? <laughs> right tonight is the night. Maybe it's because it's all a spooky can, all season. Can, all yeah. the candy we've had. From I the haven't. Rain. The Actually, moon is in retro Gatorade. <laughs> I don't think that's how it goes. How does it say? How is it? Retrograde? Retrograde. The creator. Okay. So, yeah, you knew. I mean, okay, you said great filmmaker. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he did Godzilla. Yeah, which is good. I really liked it. You know, Monsters. What is Monsters? Monsters is a movie that's on Peacock. That's like his first film, and it looks really interesting, but it's real, like, independent film. So it's on my watch list. I'm definitely going to watch it. Do they have the, uh, do they play the Curious. Imagine Dragon song? <laughs> I think it predates the Imagine Dragon song. Oof. It's before Godzilla. Monster. That's the one. No, oh, don't sing it. Is you that might copyright? Get, you might, you <laughs> yeah. Might get sued I can't sing DRM. it. Nah, I'm just kidding. I think you can sing it. Imagine Dragons might sue us. I think you can only sing so much of it, though. Anyways, he did a Rogue One, but did he do a Rogue One? That's the question, because we know that... Um, what was the guy who does Andor? Tony Gilroy? Tony Gilroy. Tony Gilroy. I wanted to say Tony Scott, and it was, I knew it was wrong. Tony. Um, Tony Gilroy came in around the last quarter of production and basically helped i think he was credited as a second unit director i think that's right but um uh, gareth edwards directed most of rogue one but we know that there was huge rewrites and reshoots but it's kind of hush hush gareth edwards actually came out recently and yeah i know he talked about it. he said how gilroy did help him out and he there wasn't a pride thing or anything like that because he might have he needed the help. Yeah, because yeah, I think a lot of people the narrative for many years because mm-hmm. now we're many years removed from Rogue One is that Tony Gilroy basically came and saved the movie. Yeah, um, there was a lot of talk about the trailers having footage that was completely excised. Like almost all of the trailer footage is not in the movie. Gareth Edwards spoke about this in years past where he. Since he was filming digitally, he would go in and he would just shoot a bunch of coverage. Mm-hmm. He had no idea how what he was going to use it for, but he wasn't limited because he had X amount of time on set. And if he got the scenes that he wanted, he was going to shoot a bunch of cool stuff and some of that he used for the trailers. But it there was like a huge <clears throat> like special effects scene where she fights a TIE fighter on the top of where she's supposed to put the key at the end of the movie. That never happens in the movie. But also, what? Scarif. Yeah, yeah. But so, also, that doesn't sound like good. Yeah, that sounds like, how is that going to end, right? But also, that's with special effects already done, which means it was going in the movie and then didn't end up in the movie. So a little couple of red flags like that are like that we got in uh, a very different movie than the one that Gareth Edwards would have. Thanks, Tony. They probably would have lived originally. Yeah, they probably would have escaped. Ironic. Not the choice. Yeah. So stuff like that has always kind of just been points of contention. And this was a big, not that Gareth Edwards has to prove himself to any of us, but a proving grounds of sort because he had an original concept, no Star Wars bias, and no help from himself. (laughs) Okay, what's that face that you're putting for our listeners? No Star Wars bias. Well, I mean, in the sense that he's not tied to space to star wars he, yeah he's not tied to the to the concepts and limitations and we the audience aren't gonna love or hate it based on it being star wars yeah but it did feel like star wars but i it loved it because like it felt wars. like star wars yeah. it did feel like star wars felt a lot like star wars with ai i so, love i love this movie man i i enjoyed it thoroughly 
Link? I think that this movie is going to be one of the classic sci-fi movies. I see it going up there with Aliens and any other, you know, future Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars as well. And I don't know. I mean, we can say it's better than the sequels of Star oh, Wars. Yeah, right? for oh, sure. for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because the entirety of the sequels makes the one in the middle low, like, right worse even then i might argue that the conversation behind last jedi even though full disclosure everyone here is a fan of the last jedi the fact that it split the fan base so much i think detracts from yeah the film as a whole yeah i'll still unfortunately because i mean that i we too bold i guess that is an episode that we should need to have yeah and i want to bring in someone that hates that movie okay yeah i would love to hear um can i bring someone that loves that movie yeah can i bring someone that's indifferent to that movie can i bring someone that's never seen the movie how about we watch it with them first (laughs) yes do like a live yeah twitch like a stream okay write this down wait how's this gonna work though like we're gonna put a camera we're gonna no 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 no. like have they never seen star wars ever what The, the one person that we're bringing that's never seen it yes oh someone's never seen it yeah we got to that point where we're like someone who loves it, someone who hates it, someone who's never seen oh, that it. That escalated. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, where's that going with all this? Anyways, that whole thing about. <laughs> Go ahead. That whole thing about, um, yeah, like I love, I really, I love the Last Jedi, but I think as a whole, Rise of Skywalker just drags it into the mud with its yeah crappiness. So just throw out the yeah. I but yeah, I think I think it is a better film. Um, and to your point, for me, I think it's probably my favorite the creator the creator is probably my favorite so far this year like oh that's i think the best i think oppenheimer is still the best film of the year Oof. but the creator just like it was like a gut punch like gut punch in a way like it surprised me like I, yeah it I didn't surprise see, me because i was i was looking for something competent and i think it's more than that i didn't see it coming and i just i love i love science fiction i just love that genre and to be able to see something like that that isn't part of the, one of these major franchises. Yeah, it's beautiful. It was so refreshing. It was just like, it was just like a throwback to to some like, and I think like you, I think you had a you made a good point, Link, about a lot to like a lot of those like classic sci fi movies. You know, before they before became they the began, franchises, yeah. they were when Aliens was released. Uh, when Aliens was released. Uh, what's the other one? The Terminator as well. Yeah, I think all the beats. Like, you know, it had it had the family feel. It had like that trope that we love of like, you know, a father taking care oh, of Oh yeah, Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah. It made me go back and like put all the Lone Wolf and Cub movies on my Max playlist mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get to them eventually. As soon as I can trick my wife to watch like seven black and white samurai films yeah. that are in Japanese. Yeah. And it was like and I think also like the Japanese influence over this film was was an art was an artistic touch that that elevated the film i i think mm. um i also didn't think it was going to be like a pro ai film i thought it was going to be i thought it was going to be an anti-ai film like where we're fighting ai yeah and i also thought it was going to be about ai the movie's not actually about ai you know it's about so much more yeah i don't yeah. see it as pro ai i see it more as well i mean in the sense something else yeah i mean it symbolizes something else, but the but it AIs wears the are not, face. it's it not wears Terminator. The it, as, it wears the face of AI. Yeah, right. Because it's not like Terminator is about AI, you know, but the AI is the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's something about, it's about something much more human, which I highly recommend whenever it comes out digitally. I, I just thought, it, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was visually stunning. I thought the music was fantastic. I thought the the humor in it, it yes. was funny yeah. it was sincere it was you know dramatic it was you know at points you like you don't know what's going to happen or some points that like, absolutely surprises you at some point like you're just you're laughing like you were, i was cracking up halfway through that like a lot a lot through that film but also towards the end i'm like i got the feeling like i was in rogue one again yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know if i shared this idea before but i think that nine out of ten times in order to, for something to be entertaining it needs to be funny because i remember i watched this series i was recommended the series over and over and over again because you know i'm into disney and blah 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 blah. but once upon a time i think it was the name of the series mm-hmm. on abc right yeah everybody watched it there was like a huge fandom so i finally got to it and i remember like i couldn't get past season one and i couldn't put my finger on what it was 
And eventually I came, I was talking to my sister who had recommended it. I was like, I, I can't get into the show because it's not funny. And then she was like, how does that make any sense? Like, it doesn't have to be fun. Not every show is funny. And then I thought, well, when you watch The Walking Dead, for example, at that time I had watched The Walking Dead. It eventually became not funny at all. But when you watch The Walking Dead, there's just human moments where like, no matter how dystopian a story is, it's like you chuckle. Or, you yeah. know, there's... You even see it in Breaking Bad. Right, exactly. And in The Sopranos. Yes, you those start, shows... You start the question, is The Soprano a, a comedy? <laughs> exactly. Sopranos is a lot of fun. Because I think that comedy is such an important part of the human experience yeah. that it... Sometimes it's just, like, chuckle humor. Sometimes it's situational but it's, humor. It, but it's, it's human. Irony. Yeah, but it's, it's human. human. yeah. Yeah. Hum- humor is human. Yeah. yeah. And when that's devoid in a narrative, it feels less human. Mm. I feel like you're telling a story outside of the human it's, it's cold it's not as warm and that yeah. and that's it's, it's it's cold in the sense of like that's not what it's going for yeah like you're trying to be this endearing you know whimsical tv show of like you know disney princesses and that's these right. characters that's you know started off as animated cartoons and like you know so many like legends like people growing up knowing these stories yeah. and bring into i think the concept is, is great yeah it was like disney xfinity but like live action yeah i think that I think that if that type of show comes out like in the streaming age, I think the quality is better. Mm-hmm. And I think we do get a bit. Of, I think we would get a bit of that humor, yeah. but I think it suffers from being on a platform like you know, like a like cable. Yeah, like well, a, it's like just, uh, actually Broad- just normal. broadcast yeah. television. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But again, it's not about just that show. I just think it's something that if it's missing, if no, you, I agree. You gotta have it, a real. Yeah like set tone because it didn't get much better in the seasons after i got pretty far into it oh yeah i just stopped eventually because i was like "Eh." yeah yeah so the creator highly recommend it it. it out if you can check it out in theaters if not i believe it'll be at home in december hopefully it'll be streaming before that it should be it's an apple release right oh i'm pretty sure it's an apple that's because that's how i first heard about it that apple was coming out so i thought it was going to go to apple streaming well that's how i heard about the next movie that we're going to briefly talk about which was Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm. Look at that. I thought it was coming to Apple. I think at some point it was. Isn't it still? It will eventually, but not in the reduced. But not in the like straight, like that yeah, straight yeah. to. Yeah. Not in the reduced streaming. time frame that most of their movies do. Yeah, and yeah, not yeah, immediately yeah. like what yeah. I think was originally planned for this movie. Okay. So Killers of the Flower Moon is getting Oscar buzz talk. And for three guys that pay to be able to watch every movie that we want. <laughs> Neither, none of us have seen this none of us have why seen it. well like i said like you said there we didn't watch any movies in october and it wasn't because we didn't want to it's because there was really nothing to watch however this movie came out and i wanted to watch it but this movie is three hours long three and, and a, half. a half almost three, three over three and a half yeah. plus trailers four yeah that's not a movie i want to watch by myself agreed I probably should have talked to you about this because I asked him if he wanted to go over the weekend, but I don't think you could. I think no, you guys weren't feeling well. Or yeah, yeah, my wife was ill. I probably should have asked you because I would have gone Saturday. Yeah, but I wanted to go because you want to watch it and you want to watch it. Yeah, my brother-in-law wants to watch it with his wife. Um, Is that my brother? My, yeah, that's your okay. brother. <laughs> I, I mean, do the math. And no, no, it could be your sister's husband oh that's true yeah actually i think they also want to watch it oh he would say my brother-in-law wants to watch it with his wife you mean your sister yeah oh <laughs> with him, yeah. his wife yeah his wife yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, that, so we're back yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah, right yeah, yeah um and then uh a friend from work wants to watch it and it's just not gonna be oppenheimer part two i saw that movie way too many times in the theater no, this is one movie i want to watch once so we got to coordinate all of those together and whoever doesn't make it but by then it's not going to be is it still going to be premium format i don't think it isn't premium is it still no it's not uh, probably imax i think maybe what is this movie about (laughs) see it's about go ahead it's a it's a sad movie right it's about the massacres of a specific native american native american um, oh please don't do that this is why we have the arms and the tripod this is what we're doing it's a movie about the massacre of a Native American by a Native American group. Yes. And here's the funny part. Here's the story I want to tell. <laughs> um, this is the funny part. So I saw someone on X, formerly known as Twitter. Formerly known as Twitter. Such a terrible name. Um, 
I don't know what's the what's the what's the verb action verb of tweet of they xing they xed. they xed. oh wow that sounds terrible <laughs> that is so bad. they xed um, formerly known as tweeted tweeted they've xed uh saying that a warning that if you are going to watch this movie which is very powerful and profound make sure that the theater you are in is not next to Dolby. It's not next to Adobe that's playing Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift <laughs> because you're going to hear the Taylor Swift songs and the Swifties singing as you're watching this deep movie. Oh, man. Oh, well, I mean, you're going for a concert, so I guess... Like, yeah, people no, are no, yeah that makes sense. But I thought that was hilarious. That is, I mean, that. is true. But we don't have to worry about that because they're pretty far. Yeah, the IMAX is as far. Oh, they're as still an IMAX. Do you want to go tomorrow? No, I'm not going this week. I we have can't to go, go the during weekend. the week. During the weekend. <sighs> What's Saturday look like for you? I'm not here. Where are you oh, going? that's right. I'm going... Where do you think I'm going? Orlando? Yeah. Weren't you there this past weekend? <laughs> I don't think you were supposed to say Orlando. Oh, oh I mean, now, now I if I said it... I don't care. Weren't oh, okay. you there this past weekend? So we don't have a... So we don't have Gabe. <laughs> yeah, we don't care. I'll go watch it tomorrow. And you. Is that we don't want the fans to follow you to Orlando? Yeah, right yeah. yeah. It's not going to be in... By the time this podcast oh, is mean, released, he, will, he won't be... Oh, that's right. He'll be back from Orlando. Yeah. So I guess it's okay. I mean, maybe, he went to Orlando. maybe they haven't released it, but it's not going to be at AMC. On Saturday, what is in this? What is in uh, what do you mean? I see it right there on Tamiami. I don't mind. I'm gonna check it out. Oh, wait, the Tamiami doesn't have the green apple for the slushy. record. Sunset does wait till Wednesday to post oh, yeah, their, their, their next week's the green yeah. apple slushy. Yeah, so, that's my new thing. That sounds good. Oh, it's can so you please good. explain it? To I haven't them? had that. Oh, right, so when, when the, the new Ninja Turtles movie came out, they released a green apple slushy. Like, is it supposed to imitate the ooze? The ooze, That yeah. sounds like something you'd buy at Actually, the, Mac- the MacGuffins bar. Right, so, we, we <laughs> that got, is so I got it, and it comes with Pop Rocks as well. So you're supposed to put Pop, rock, pop Rocks in it, and it tastes so good. And every time I've gone, I order it, and I order a big bucket of popcorn, and I have a feast. <laughs> and it's fantastic. And I'm going to get the next time. Oh, you got to get it. It's so good. I don't know if the AMC Time Miami had it, though. All right. Well, so we're gonna watch killers of the flower moon and talk about it heading into our oscar episode soon yeah yeah um with that being said let's move through tv real quick yeah i was gonna say you want to rapid fire some of this stuff yeah yeah Yeah. all right continental talk to me about it the continental uh i think it was the first episode we came back when we did our gripes at the end i saw episode two another hour and a half of my life i'll never get back Continental is the prequel for a prequel for John Wick. For John Wick on Peacock. And is John Wick in it? No, please. No, 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 no not, not, not like Keanu Reeves. Like, is a character John Wick? No, because like the child? <laughs> it's like a little baby John like Wick? Char- yeah, I mean, I don't know what baby it with takes place. It takes place when Winston is growing up. So Winston is like John Wick's age. Ah, so it's... so it's And, and he's it's, taking uh, over the, constant, the Continental. So it's like... Gotham. What's the, what's the name of that? Bad it is literally Gotham. It, you know what? That's uh, what it feels like. No, actually, I, I saw the trailers. I think I mentioned what if what it feels like watching it because I watched the first couple of episodes of this other show. It feels like uh, Pennyworth. Pennyworth, yeah. Which has now been renamed on Max to Pennyworth: The Origin of Batman's Butler. That is the official name of the show. You know what? Sometimes you got to be specific for the fans. <laughs> so. I mean, I guess okay. I'm gonna spoil this from the finale of Pennyworth. Because it got canceled. Aww. V from V for Vendetta comes out for a crossover. You go weaving? You go weaving? No, just the character of V oh. in the mask. And I was like... That sounds kind of cool. Now I'm kind of bummed. <laughs> Do I have to watch this show? <laughs> yeah, you need to watch three is, seasons. Is it good? Oh, there's three seasons of <laughs> I, this? I when did I, this happen? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Oh, yeah, because I think two I seasons... I thought it came out last year. No, it, it was on some other channel. It was on... Oh, man. A channel that I don't even know. Tubi. Reels? Stars? No, not stars. Lower than stars. True TV. True Christian. <laughs> AMC. PBS? It was on Whammy in Miami. Bra- Bravo. Channel 69. Bravo. UPN. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, the part that got me was the fact that the pilot episode is an hour and a half. That's a movie right there. Yep. But, ep- but get this. what are It's three episodes a season, right? That's correct. The whole now, season. Now tell me the two the run times of the two other episodes. It is another hour and a half and then almost an hour 40 for the final episode. Oh, so they went the Obi-Wan route. Explain that. Isn't Obi-Wan like long movies? No. no. What am I thinking of then? They dropped two episodes the first day. So what it felt like a long What am I thinking of that movie. was long? 
Like you got three long things. I don't think I've ever seen a show like that. That's a weird format. The only time I've ever seen an episode go more than an hour is Game of Thrones, and that was the ending that they didn't want to like have more than eight episodes. Dang. Yeah. Okay, then I take that back. So, anyways, the Continental, the prequel that nobody needed, Gen V. This was you, Gabe. Gen V. If you like the boys, um, has nothing to do with V for Vendetta. N- no. <laughs> he comes out at the end of season, season three, three of Gen, Gen v. v. We're building to it. It's gonna come out and everything. <laughs> Uh, and then get <laughs> and then get canceled is this a prequel to the boys no, like gen, v is about a, a gen, gen v is a spinoff show it's basically about um it's in the world of the boys uh-huh. um there's basically a university where because you know how like they basically like superheroes no, are basically okay do you watch the boys i've only seen those episodes with you this show's actually i haven't good. seen the last this season because it just got so graphic that what, what we saw i watched herogasm with you okay i don't know if we can, say, can say that, that. okay the i watched title. the other episode with you where he sneezes <laughs> yeah and those are the other two episodes okay anyways that's where i like okay. tapped out so in, the sneeze so in the show you didn't even get to herogasm huh that's after the sneeze yeah it's like the almost one of the la- one of the later episodes can no, I say it's the first episode of the last season yeah, I honestly, season, I'm t- Herogasm was the first episode. Wasn't Herogasm towards the last, was the end of this season? I don't know. Uh, whatever. All I know is that I expect. I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Yeah, Herogasm. It wasn't that bad. My, no. yeah. The I sneeze. Mean, I think you just get no, but that's not part of Herogasm. No, I know. I think you just get desensitized upon oh watching goodness. all this stuff. Yeah. That makes sense because yeah. there is a moment like that in in Gen V. Yeah, because it's like okay. I so, like how we have to dance around this so much on the show. So basically, um, kids don't watch Gen V. <laughs> So basically, parents kids were don't watch. giving their kids like a like a a formula. Kids, serum. turn off your TVs. Their parents were give, basically giving their kids serums so that they can grow into like you can get powers as they grow up. Ah, uh, it's based so, on a true story. Yeah, yeah. And so kids with the powers get go to like you have to apply to get into this like this special university. It's kind of like Sky High, but it's just like Sky for, High for college kids. Just, if just, you like Sky High, Gen V on Amazon. Watch it. It's raunchier. Don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, your middle your middle schools are probably watching. After you're stuff. done with Euphoria. Euphoria. Here. After you watch. After you're done with Euphoria. After you're done with Dahmer. Watch Gen V. <laughs> okay. But I Winning think. time. With all. The- <laughs> <laughs> I hate Repeat H- after me. I hate F-T-B. him. FTB. <laughs> um, it's not LB. Gen, Gen V. Gen V is good. Okay. I think I mean I'm like it's, second to last episode I think there it, there are some moments like that moment in the boys where it's like if that's too graphic then I guess you can it skip is what it. it is but I think that part's a little that I don't think that really was for the plot was it was there a plot point in that or was that just to like just to be it was a extra? bit basically yeah this one I think serves the purpose of the story a bit more okay but it at the same bit. time it's like you you probably don't want to watch that yeah. Okay. Um, is it also by Seth Rogen, produced by Seth Rogen? Maybe. I'm not sure. The Boys is produced by Seth Rogen also? Not just Invincible? I didn't know that. Or are you getting confused with Invincible? No, I know he does Invincible. I believe he also does The Boys. <laughs> Seth Rogen is just secretly CEO of Prime? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. My boy <laughs> Seth Rogen, genius. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, Gen V. Uh, yeah, I recommend. Now I gotta Google this. Alright, next, like- Loki. Loki. The critics got four episodes ahead of time. We finally caught up and saw four episodes. Critics are idiots. Yeah, a fifth one would have come out by the time you're listening or watching to this. So it could all go terribly downhill from that. Yeah, but up until episode four, where we're at right now, this show is excellent. Bro, four is the strong, like, four is probably some of the best television Marvel has made. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I had, <laughs> why are you agreeing? Because that episode was so good. Loki-gasm? <laughs> That's not a thing. Okay. Episode three put some doubts in my mind. With Miss yes, Minutes. Going back. Yeah. Miss Minutes, bro. What is that? She just turned into this. I can't say that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you. Well, I mean, I for spoiler reasons, I don't think you she, can say anything. Okay, I can say that. Miss Minutes was was thirsting a little bit. Yeah, and she's a character, like a like a literal like villain on this show. Oh. I didn't expect it. Her having such a physical presence. Yeah, wanting to have more physical presence on screen. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So three was weird. Evan Goldberg but four is the producer was of the excellent. Boys, that's is, Seth Rogen's partner. Which is Seth Rogen's partner. So uh, that's why I assume partner. they were. Um, okay. But anyways, episode four, fantastic. Yeah, Loki is dragging it. the Marvel. It's carrying the Marvel Cinematic Universe on its back. So as I was mentioning, the critics 
were mixed and the ones that were against were like fools. same old stuff They're fools same old stuff multiverse blah 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 marvel's done i don't know what show they, they may were not be wrong about marvel's done but they can't oh, say that about loki yeah Dang, i'm excited to watch it when does it end like in, two weeks? Um, in three weeks from three now weeks. it's eight episodes oh perfect that's right was- oh thanksgiving right you should be able to watch all of them break, yeah. yeah and i mean that is a touchy subject but and it's not long. The work, Thanksgiving. the work that Jonathan Majors has put into yeah. this show. Oh, he's in it, bruh. Yeah, because yeah. in episode three, I had my thoughts. I was like, ah, is Jonathan Majors overrated? Bruh. And then in episode four, I was like, oh, Bruh. I get it, bro. Whatever happens with his legal troubles aside, his his work in the show is fantastic. Yeah, to answer your question, Link, he has to be in it. There's no way around it. He's in the. He, he is the show. He like, is the show. Mm, and this was recorded before the whole legal yeah, problem, yeah, right? Absolutely. Wow. Nah, they were like, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Send it. We're going to win. Wow. This was before he staged stopping that fight. Did you see that? <laughs> that was, you, you need you, to unpack that for you me. You haven't yeah. heard that? No, I haven't heard that. There was a video his that was... PR, his PR team. <laughs> there was a video that was going viral that basically like these two kids were fighting under a bridge randomly. It and happens. Someone's, and someone's like perfectly recording it. Uh-huh. And then these two kids are like going at it. They're fighting. And I don't know where Jonathan Majors pulls up and literally separates the two people from fighting and just like negotiates peace between them. Yeah. And that's the video. Send that guy to Israel and okay. Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what to say after that. That's all right. We keep moving. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was going to move on to the next one. Yeah, do it. Okay. Loki. Great. I watch, watch it. it. I'm excited for that. I've I've been not watching it on purpose. I like binge watching. And I hear your reviews and I'm excited for it. Thanks. Yeah, yeah I really appreciate that. It really validates everything we do here. Yeah, Thanks, yeah, I'm man. really excited. Okay, billions. This is something you should get excited about, Link. What? It's billions. <laughs> okay, so you never saw Homeland, right? What? Homeland, the show? You never saw Homeland? Oh, um, no, I've never seen it. You okay. thought I was talking about Homelander? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, another one? My goodness, Seth Rogen, calm down. Again, not Seth Rogen. Anyways, too. Billions is just about billionaires and their schemes against... It's Paul Giamatti plays uh, Ooh, Attorney General. I haven't Jenner. seen that guy in forever. Atter- Paul Giamatti is fantastic. Yeah. I, I hate him in the show because he's such a great actor. Is he the big fat liar? <laughs> the, yeah. Pay- like, in a way. Yeah. yeah. So, in oh. a way. But, but he loses weight towards the end, so... In this movie? In the show. Listen, not to spend too much time on this, but you have, Gabe, has shown me these ridiculous clips, usually involving cameos from WWE superstars that are the worst television I've ever seen in my entire life. I've considered watching like eight seasons of this just to get to these moments. I think it's eight seasons. I think you should. And this is the first time I hear of it. I think you should. (laughs) Where is, where where are they playing this? Showtime. Paramount Plus. Oh, that's why. Oh. Showtime or Paramount? It's, it's on Showtime, show, but Showtime shows are through Paramount Plus. Okay. I think if you pay an additional subscription, I stopped. Okay. Because I didn't even know I was, I had it for like two months. What do you mean you stopped? And you got the annual thing. It's very little more. No, like I had a Showtime channel <laughs> that I was paying for, <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? And you had the upgrade on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Color oh, wow. me a fool. <laughs> Um, anyways, the show is like 75% like wrestling references, old movie references, just like, it's all references pretty much. But cringe, like. Wait, is the show good or bad? <laughs> it's, it's. I don't know. It's not. But you said Paul Giamatti. It's a scene. He's amazing I think on the it. acting is fantastic. Yeah. By him. Yeah. Even Brody from Brody's Homeland. like doing his best Trump impersonation. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But pa, no, Pajamani is fantastic. But you see how all these terrible things sound like a really interesting yeah, show. I, you mean we're talking about Gen V? We're talking it's, about Loki being good. Listen, why it, wouldn't this be good? It hooked me for eight seasons. I was like, I need to finish this. Since when have you been watching this? Since the pandemic. First time. I yeah, hear we've you never talking about this. Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard you talk. I about I heard this about show. it now because Triple H came out on. Well, it. no, I told. You, <laughs> the, I think the first time he's I told, a mastermind that helps like diplomat. Like diplomatic okay, no, no, relationships. No, 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 stop. He has to watch. I'm not yeah. even gonna provide context yeah, yeah. for that. Oh my goodness, he's he's Jonathan Majors. He's Jonathan Majors. <laughs> Don't say something you're gonna regret. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know where to send Triple H. <laughs> Thank you for cutting that, Dan. No one will ever know what happened the last minute. Um, 
No, I think the first thing was I uh, Becky Lynch comes out and that's how that was my that was my ho- she starts fighting someone. They get the into show. a fight in an office. Did she fight Paul Giamatti? No. Oh my god. No, she fights his he she fights his wife. Oh, that's his wife? Yeah. Who's oh. his wife? I don't know her name. Miss Giamatti. <laughs> um, anyways, that was like that was my selling point to get you to watch the yeah. show. You got me with that. Anyways, billions. It just finished. Surprisingly, I liked the ending. Like it was refreshing, which I say I keep saying we're gonna have a whole other episodes about this, but it had a happy ending in like a non like you know we're gonna have an massage on happy type of endings way. on a TV show ending happily yeah. okay like a that, happy that's, ending uh, that's a term. that's a theme for an episode yeah because I feel like everything turns like so bleak and that dark is, and depressing and I was like I don't want to continue you know okay um but billions had a happy ending surprise all right next hit it Mario Wonder okay video games now Mario Wonder Link you saw Mario Wonder you didn't play Mario Wonder. Yeah, no. Yeah, did you actually pay attention to us playing Mario no, Wonder? I was, I was playing. I was okay. playing something else. Yeah, we were playing. Okay, what were you playing? Tears of the Kingdom. I was playing Fire Emblem Engage. Oh, okay. Because I restarted it. Well, we started playing Mario Wonder on drop date. That's right. Spider-Man 2 came out, but I chose Mario Wonder. Yes, to me. I played it with my uh, with my nephew, Mario Max. I played it with my niece. <laughs> you said nephew and i was like what do you mean zoe was it? i was like who <laughs> and i played it with my wife my wife my wife so that was the four player and we had a blast they sounded like they were having a blast gabriel, tell, me, tell me about mario wonder bread what did you hear about it gabriel i just kept hearing i just kept like i heard that dan kept saying this is the greatest mario game of in recent time Oh, that's what he said? Because you made a phrase when we were planning this episode. The greatest Mario game of all time? There you go. That's did, what I heard. Where did he talk about it? On top Rouge? On top Rouge? Um, I think so. Uh, or did he talk about it? Let's not give out trade secrets here. In the chat. Um, okay. So you heard, yeah, you told me you heard best yeah, be, Mario because, game of all time. Because we're talking about Spider-Man and then, and then Dan is in there like, I haven't played it, but it's not as good as Mario Wonder. Yeah. But best game of all time is strong praise. What I will say is it is the best 2D Mario of this generation. I think it blows out like new Mario Brothers, U plus Luigi, U, whatever the last game was. This game is a return to form of innovation. A game that plays like Mario without feeling familiar at all. Mm. So... It's challenging if you want it to be challenging. It's easy if you want it to be easy. Yeah. You can breeze through the levels, but there's so much hidden wonders to find in those levels that you could return back to this game. So the whole thing is like about 10 hours. I'm only, I think we went three, four hours into it. Yeah. And, but I can see this being for a gamer coming up in this time, their Super Mario World. You know, I don't think a game will ever be that to me. Although yeah. Mario Odyssey was pretty close. I love Mario Odyssey. Yeah, Mario Odyssey was like the second coming of Mario 64 so, yeah, to me. So that's why I, when he said the greatest Mario game, I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Mario maybe Odyssey he didn't. I good. feel like I'm putting words in his mouth. Maybe he and didn't say I that. Think he, I think he didn't say that. But I have heard people say that. I mean, though. he said it was the two you know, biggest. You know what? He's yeah. not here to defend himself. So, so he, he said, said it. that. Yeah, that's true. Said. And that's weird being on the side of that. Yeah. And then the other game that kind of monopolized our conversation. The game last of the week, year. Mm, disagree the game of the year oh we'll talk about that when we get to game game of the the year at the end of this year the game of the what else is coming out there's a lot of stuff that came out that i think is better than this game but what i don't want to talk about it now we'll talk about it when we get to the game of the year conversation oh you guys okay there's one there that's the game for you i guess that i haven't played it i haven't even been breath of the wild okay anyways we're talking about marvel's spider-man 2 which i keep calling three but it's not even though it's the third game Bro, that game is so good. Link, you haven't played it. I mean, I played one. I feel like I can imagine what two was like. It was so good. You played one on the PS4 or PS5? PS4. Oh. So I can imagine how good the second one is. Mm, Yeah, well, remastered on the PS5 is way better than the one on the PS4. And this game is just as good. That's my review. It's just as good. I heard it's as good, yeah. Spider-Man, the first one was my game of the year that year. Yeah, I mean, that's fair i played it late i didn't play spider-man remastered until this summer so did it's you fresh play, in my did mind. you play spider-man a lot when you were a kid did i play spider-man like the, a lot? Like the og oh, i played like almost every game yeah spider-man once but no they they weren't on playstation they had the spider-man movie trilogy for gamecube they had ultimate spider-man for gamecube 
Then next gen, I believe, I think it's already Xbox 360 by that point. We had, yeah, 360 for sure. Shattered Dimensions, which is my all-time favorite Spider-Man game, where you play as Nor, you play as 2099, back when he was an obscure character and nobody knew about him. <laughs> and you play as Ultimate Spider-Man from the Ultimate Spider-Man game. Because even though he's Ultimate Spider-Man from the comics, he gets the symbiote suit and it's almost like a pseudo-sequel to the Ultimate Spider-Man game. That's the best game. I, mean, I love that when game. When does Insomniac get the rights to make Spider-Man movies? I mean, games, I'm sorry. I think, what is that, 2019, uh, when, Gabe? When that, so the first one. Last, no. 18. 18, okay. So the one for 2014, I mean, sorry, for the PS4 was the, their first. 18. 18. And then what about when's remastered for the PS5? Like two years later? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So they that, that was their first game. Yeah. That game was fantastic. Yeah, 2018, yeah. Yeah, the game is fantastic. You guys heard that they're gonna they're trying to make a Wolverine that's in the yeah, same no, universe? Yes, yes. And then I'm excited about that. Really good. And I'm looking forward to them innovating. Yeah. Because as much as I love the Spider Man games and I am not disparaging them, and I feel like I'm the one who's like always bringing down Can they get repetitive? No, no, it's not that they get repetitive. It's that Spider Man, the original game is so good because it's basically just a spider-man version of the arkham games like everything from the traversal to the stealth is literally just the traversal is it's so good man it is really good but it's so it's so it is it in arkham city oh for sure and which i don't think any i don't think both of those games are better than arkham city i think Arkham yeah, city is. i agree i think is arkham city is a better game than both spider-man games yeah and i would argue that me personally, as a whole, now having completed, I know last week I hadn't completed it yet, having completed Spider-Man 2, I think Spider-Man 1 is actually just a little better than Spider-Man 2. Story-wise? Story-wise. I mean, stories, story is the heart of a game for me. Yeah. It's why I play. So yeah, story-wise, and that means overall for me. Also, if you play the remastered version, it's not like Spider-Man 2 is like, looks so much better than remastered you know they're pretty much on the same level Dang, i gotta play it. i gotta play it so what am i getting to playstation it's not like spider-man 2 blows spider-man 1 out of the water um now but those web wings but the web wings which i love and it's that, a game changer but it's also just batman's cape from the arkham is, games ooh, that's true that's a good point yeah force no but it is for spider-man and i think that those like i think the additions to this game I'll, mm, I haven't finished the game. I haven't beat the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I see what you're saying about you know the plot point for the story going where it is in that direction. I also felt like it was a little wonky. Yeah, we'll unpack that later when wow, Link is wow, finished wow. it and but, when more of the audience is yeah, finished I just, it. I just got to buy a PS5. But it's, you can borrow mine, man. Nah, I'm gonna buy one. Okay, you're gonna buy one. You keep saying that, but like, you don't. So like in two weeks. Yeah, when you buy yours. Yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna buy it. Okay, that's I got like, a gift. That's card. like in one week. Run it. I All got right. a gift card. Nice. Anyways, um. I think that those I think that those additions for me add like traversing New York City has never like that's the thing for me I think blew me out of the water man mm -hmm. to be able to go because I think someone did like a video of it online where they're like they're showing like how far we've come from like you know the original Spider-Man games that we used to play where like Spider-Man like, 2 was excellent I love Spider-Man 2 and that's like that's the basis for like my love for playing like webs like you know swinging around and playing spider-man games and then seeing like the progression and seeing where we're at now i think that this game is beautiful yeah the third act story-wise not as strong as everything that came before because it was so strong it was so good that to be anything less than amazing mm. unfortunately brings it down a yeah. bit and i can see that but to me i i've thoroughly enjoyed playing this experience of playing so far and yeah i have to beat it Without but, any spoilers, too, I'd say Mary Jane was, like, an issue in the first game, her gameplay. I was just about to ask, do I get to play as Mary Jane So again? you do, and they oh, fix dude, what was me. wrong with it. not as... But they overcompensate, I think. Oh, my goodness. She becomes Spider-Man? I mean, she's super powerful. She's Batman. And there's... Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's Batman. Yeah. She's... Uh, Where's Peter? She's able to take she, down an entire had army. A, That's a non-spoiler version. She had a booty boot camp with Sable <laughs> and is, just... Which happened when exactly? Became Bruce Wayne. She yeah. became a martial artist as yeah. on the same level as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, she's uh, insanely OP in this game. Mm. Which actually, everyone in this game is insanely OP, by the way. I love it. I love this game. But anyways, we'll talk more about that later. Next, do you want to talk about Dookie? Sure. Really quick before we're out of time. We're already Green, out of time. Yeah. Green Day's uh, 30th anniversary. I think I mentioned this 
to like anyone in my life who will listen to. This was a seminal album to me. Dookie is 30 years old. It came out in February. I got it for my birthday in February. So technically it'll be 30 years old on release next year in just a few weeks. You know, just a few short months. But it was recorded 30 years ago now. And uh, it's just crazy to think of how quickly our lives go. It feels like just yesterday. It was 1994. And here we are in on the cusp of 2024. And uh, such a basically monumental album, at least for me, to an artist or a group of artists, right? A band that shaped so much of what I at least identified with at that time. Mm-hmm. I went back. I went to uh, wash my car. And while I was waiting for it, I was a couple. I went for a run and then came back to pick up the car. And during that time, I listened to the whole album. And I don't know when was the last time I listened to. Maybe it was like 10 years ago or so. But um, I remembered everything. Every song, every lyric, and just the power of that music that we listen to when we're growing up. Whether it's Green Day for me 30 years ago. Tupac today. Right? No, no, it's Pitbull. (laughs) Or whether it's Taylor Swift in a Dolby theater next to Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Mm. These are the songs, the lyrics, and the sounds that are going to stay as part of your dna for the rest of your life for good or for bad like there's the music that you listen to growing up that you know sucks and then there's the music that you listen to that's never gonna leave you and i just think it's so crazy for me to at almost age 40 look back 10 years ago that first time i got a ma labeled album for my birthday at 10 years old just a couple days after it had released so that was a big uh turning point for me i don't know how you guys feel about green day I started listening to them when they were already kind of like sold out. Sold out. Yeah, that's why. Um, Old rock band actually turned me on them because I thought they had sold out too, and I didn't listen to them for years. And then that game came out, and I got to like deep dive their entire catalog. And I was like, you know what? There's more underneath the surface here. Well, um, no, rock band shaped my music taste. Yeah, basically. Growing up, it it was my algorithm. It was my first algorithm. Yeah, the rock band game. Um. Actually, another I think another you know piece of media that that's around came out around the same time. Um, Friends, friends, which absolutely. Is, you know, like you talk about how influential music is. Yeah. You know, not in your to life. end on a downer, but yeah, yeah. And you know, I mean, Friends has impacted has impacted a lot of people throughout the years. And I'm and I just remember like you guys, you owned and my aunt as well owned um, like all of those DVDs. Of friends and that's that's basically where i watched it before they, like netflix was a thing yeah and um but i mean with that correlation like unfortunately like matthew perry um unfortunately passed it's gonna be last week mm-hmm. um just a few short days when we're recording this yeah and you know it's very very unfortunate to hear you know someone losing their life but also you know someone that you know we grew up watching I mean, I don't know how, how invested you guys were into Friends. No, but. absolutely. My wife, it's her favorite show of all time. Uh, yeah. Like you it, said, we have the, all the DVDs. It's because of her I was watching Friends as it was happening. Mm-hmm. I think you guys were like what shaped you guys in my aunt. Like, because I, I would be at home like when my when I was, you know, my great-grandma was babysitting me and I was staying at my aunt's house and that's pretty much all that she had on DVD. And so I would just watch that. I was a child watching the shows. Would I have understood half of those references? Yeah. No, but just like Seinfeld, like they were just yeah, on TV. And that's what it was, CW reruns of Seinfeld and Friends. That was yeah. just what I grew up on watching, you know, and then growing up, I think adding some more context into like some of the jokes and being able to understand it, like breathe new life into it. Uh-huh. And and I got to say, man, like one of, like probably my favorite character on the show is Chandler. Yeah, I think know? he's the uh, comedic anchor because... It's a pretty pop show, you know? It's a pretty mainstream show, but the level of sardonic humor and his delivery, I think, is some of the best work on that show. And some of the stuff was all improvised by him. Yeah. So that makes it even, you know, shows you how much of a, I don't want to say comedic genius. I don't know if that's a word to describe him. Yeah. It may be a lot, but it may be apropos. Yeah. It goes to show you how how good he was in his craft when it comes to comedy and understanding the genre of the sitcom. And I, I think it's just like, when you think about it, like he's just so iconic in that in that role of Chandler. But I think it's some of the other things that you know I've watched him. Like, I, could I tell you the names of a lot of the movies he's in? Seventeen again? Probably not. Fools Seven. rush in. 
Fool's Rush. That's the one with Sam Hayek? Yeah. That's the one. Whole nine yards. The whole... Ten yards? No, it's both. Oh, both of them? Yeah, nine, and then I think oh, ten's the sequel. Yeah. 17 again was the one where I'm like, oh, this guy's like, he does other stuff. Yeah. I was surprised. I thought he was great in it. And that's a movie, like, I don't know why. Like, I just, I will always remember that movie. Like, him and his, his best friend just having a bunch of Star Wars memorabilia and Zac Efron being the young, like... I just I love that movie. Have you seen it? Have you ever seen yes, it? Yes, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he was in it. Because really Matthew enjoyed. Perry was in it. We watched it. But yeah, um, it's very unfortunate to hear the news and yeah, and especially after years of struggle. Yeah, uh, you know, with addiction, addiction to drugs. I, I recently just I just started reading his book in the wake of his passing. My wife's like, I think it's time. I think we should go back and and read it. And it's crazy because he he kind of writes it post mortem. Like he, the book starts with him having almost died, and he's basically like writing it as if he died which is very um the timing yeah, yeah it's what's the word unsettling as you're reading in it now, hindsight, yeah. yeah but um but it's crazy it's crazy that and just watching friends reruns that's basically all we've been doing the past couple of days um yeah to overcome you know addiction alcohol and drugs i mean we've seen it before it's almost sadder when someone it it's tremendously tragic when someone subsides to their addiction but as of right now it seems like this is just the effect of a lifetime of abuse and kind of being in a better place i know i went through it with like eddie guerrero the professional wrestler that we all looked up to um years of abuse then recovery and then your life fails you and that's tragic in a different way i don't want to say more tragic but yeah but it's crazy you know that's all we have, the memories. But yeah. I think what better way of ending this episode than Danny showing a montage of <laughs> Matthew Perry acting as Chandler Bing while the music, the song Good Riddance by, by, t- <laughs> by Green Day, by Green Green Day, Day plays. <laughs> which actually was the song that they played on the finale of Friends, Friends, which was like a big event for so, us. There so you, There you go, Danny. You know so, what to do. Now, right now, we're just listening to the song. Yeah. And you cut the audio. Get the copyrighted. Uh, you, copy. you can't hear yeah. us. Yeah, all you can hear now is just the song playing. Well, goodbye, Chandler Bang. But also, the Dolphins are six and two. Oh, six and two. Hand on a high note. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's all we got, right? That we got. All right. FTJ.